0: ago, the NCAA bracket predictions was that there would be no Kansas, there would be no North Carolina, no Duke, no Michigan State. But three weeks ago, does not matter. It's looking like all four of those teams will be in the dance. In ancient Rome, there were only 10 months on the calendar, and the first month was March. You know why? Because the madness always starts in March, everybody. Let's get fired up. Welcome to the Father, Son, and Holy Sport. I'm G-Man from Ohio, and that there
1: is T-Money from San Francisco. What's up, T? What's going on, G-Man? Excited to be here, you know, rocking my basketball jerseys. Now I got J.J. Reddick's old jersey, you know, infamous Duke player. Uh, You know, Killed it in March Madness back in the day. Excited to get this ball rolling. Talking about some basketball. Man, we went a whole year without it. We didn't get March Madness last year. Blows my mind that it didn't happen. So excited to get into this. And the next few weeks are going to be so much fun.
0: It's really starting to sink in. Yeah, it's coming, man. It's coming because March is here and it's going to be exciting, man. Hey, before we get going, you guys go out there and subscribe on YouTube and Instagram. And we're on many other platforms. Look for our handle at Father, Son and Holy Sport. Check us out. Subscribe, like us. Uh, team, money. How do I sound? Did my mic sound good? Oh, it, it sounds beautiful, Gary. It, it sound, and you, it sound, you, sound great too. And how do it, I look? Man. Do I look good? What do you think? I mean,
1: <laughs> the, the look might be no uh, C plus you're the <laughs> C plus for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you're gonna you're gonna see when I talk about my team behind me, Uh-oh. Bama, Bama, the team behind me. Let's go. Oh, We're gonna be talking God. about that today. But before we get to that, let's talk about what's going on in the world. Team Money,
1: what do you see? What do you see that's going on out there? What do we got to talk about? I mean, before we jump into any sort of basketball, I thought it you know, only right to talk about the big J.J. Watt trade that happened. You know, that was, uh, or not trade, I apologize. He's signing with the Cardinals. So really interesting, two years, $31 million. Nobody thought he was going to get that much money, and nobody thought he would go to the Arizona Cardinals, who weren't a contender. So it's kind of a big shock this weekend.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, if you break it down, say, all right, who's the winners and losers in this this thing, Arizona's a winner. I mean, they went eight and eight eight last year. They missed the playoffs. What could change that is going to make their defense stronger. And DeAndre Hopkins had a big push here because he wants to win and he pushed this whole deal to happen. Uh, So although, you know, JJ's a little bit older, it's a little bit of a risk, uh, but two years, Hey man, the guy's going to bring leadership into the locker room. So, I think yeah. Arizona was the big winner.
1: Yeah, totally agree there. Arizona needed his leadership. Don't their defense is what struggled last year and don't forget Chandler Jones who is the second most sacks behind J.J. Watt since 2012 was injured last year, so now you have two premier pass rushers coming back next year on a defense that really needed it. I like them moving forward, uh, but the big losers here. Everyone thought he might be in Green Bay, in Buffalo, in Pittsburgh with these contenders, and now well, we talked about it. You and I talked about so- where the best spots
0: were, man, as the teams that we picked.
1: Yeah, it's you could have went to a contender, man. So it's surprising he chose, you know, his wife's an athlete as well, a place professional soccer. So maybe they're thinking we want to be somewhere warm to be trained in the off season. So they, you know, choose that better lifestyle since he's a little older. I get it surprised everyone that he's not as concerned with trying to win a championship, but Hey, I know him and good for him getting his money.
0: Yeah. I, I think he could have went to a contender. That would have been a lot better. I think he, I'm a little disappointed in this for him. Although he had good money there, it's only two years, but he's got to beat the Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers just to get out of his division. Man, he yeah. is going to have a tough time doing that.
1: Yeah, I interesting bet here. Would would you take the bet that they finish first or last in that division?
0: Yeah, no, I get your point. That's my, I don't think anyone's
1: choosing them as first. That's the right. toughest division in football right now. So it's an interesting one. He, I guess he got offered more money from the Browns and the Colts and turned it down. Both playoff teams last year, unlike the Cardinals. So very interesting. But uh, that's
0: what I want to hear, T. You give me that underground information, man.
1: Yeah, I I, I got a little you know inside tap source. Uh, I can't release his name, but uh,
0: you, Houston once again is the loser here. Houston, you know difficult. they mess up the whole Deshaun thing. They let DeAndre go, and now they're gonna mess this up too. And no. they end up just letting him go. They didn't trade him. They could have traded him for another piece, but no, they just let him go and there he goes out the door.
1: Crazy. Definitely. They are definitely headed in the wrong direction. So, but as we trans, you know, transition into basketball here, I, I think it's great to talk about one of the top teams in the country here. Baylor going into this past weekend was one of the two undefeated teams left with Gonzaga and lost for the first time this year big loss they dropped down to third now michigan up to number two in the rankings uh did, did they look like they have a little showing some weakness here gary
0: yes they do show weakness yes they do and they're blaming it on lack of practice uh which yeah. is true they did miss some practices due to you know covid uh that did hurt them a little bit but hey you know that concerns me too you got to get in a rhythm you got to be hot going into the tournament Uh, So they're a little bit of big, they're a question mark. It's going to be interesting to see when we pick our Big 12, if we have confidence in them winning that Big 12 tournament. We're going to pick our tournament conference champions tonight. Uh, Baylor's definitely a question mark. They did play tonight. We're taping this on Tuesday. You guys will see it on Wednesday. Uh, But we did see Baylor did win tonight against West Virginia. They are the conference champion. They're the official conference champion. Do you
1: feel any different now, T, that you saw them win tonight? No, because it was an overtime game versus West Virginia. Now, West Virginia is a top 10 team, so I'll give it to them. But that was an overtime game. They've looked shaky as of late. And, yes, they've missed a lot of time, but they've also missed a lot of key games. They missed six or seven games. I apologize. Seven games due to COVID were missed versus ranked teams in the top 13. How good would this team's record actually be if they didn't have all those games canceled, that's a crazy stat right there. Seven games canceled versus top 13 teams due to COVID. That is true. That is and true. And they're trying to or, make them all up. That's they got a bunch more of more losses minimum.
0: They got a bunch of more games this week. They're trying to make some of them up. But what's even more staggering than that is uh that Baylor was favored tonight by four. And you know what they won by? I
1: think they won
0: by five. Six. Yeah. They won by five that the game went into overtime. West Virginia was winning. They I had, this, they had it covered, man. All those people have bet West Virginia. They were feeling good. And what happens? Baylor sneaks it out and wins by five and covers the sprint.
1: Yeah, it was a great, great win for them. And they needed it after the loss to Kansas recently, but I'm just saying myself personally going into March madness, they seem a little bit overrated due to some of those missed games because first COVID. So we'll see. We'll talk about them a little more in the big 12 later, but We can transition over to the SEC a little bit here. Alabama. Ah, we want to talk about my team. Yeah. So, you know, another regular season title locked up here. Alabama wins it just like their football team did. First football basketball team to win from the same school since Florida did it in 07 with Urban Meyer and Joe Kim Noah and those boys down there. First time.
0: Alabama's won the regular season SEC title in 19 years yeah and they they got a new coach people don't maybe even know him Nate Oates Nate Oates is the second year coach and he already brought them to the SEC title they can score their defense is locked down man they're fast run gun three-point shooters and they look like they're a number two seed
1: Yeah, they're really solid, and they have four guys averaging double figures, so they can score from anywhere. Uh, They're very versatile in that, that they're not relying on one specific guy, uh, that if you take away one, the other three can do their thing. So it's going to be very interesting heading into the uh, March Madness here. They look really confident. Yeah. Yeah, so. But what What else you got, man? What else you got? You know, one hardwood to the next. We're going to upgrade a little bit here to the NBA. Uh
0: all NBA.
1: All right. A little bit of, you know, sad news for the Atlanta Hawks. They fire their coach midseason after a pretty poor start here. Uh, you know, uh, Atlanta went out and got a bunch of big free agents this offseason, trying to go all in while Trey Young's on a rookie contract. Uh, they have a bunch of young studs, so they brought in some veterans. They brought in Ray John Rondo, Bogdanovich, and Gallinari. But I personally think this is a tough break for the coach here. Those three new signed free agents have missed a total combined 52 games. Yeah. That's, that's going to be hard for any coach when you have two starters and one great mentor backup missing all those games. So I think it's a tough break, but I guess the uh, the locker room was sick of hearing his voice is what's coming out as the players. He was kind of, you know, uh, hearing, you know, faded ears in that locker room. So I guess it might've been time, but tough breaks. It's, you know, a lot of those new free agents miss time.
0: No, I didn't hear that in the locker room. That's bad when you start losing the locker room and you're the head coach. Uh, But he did, you know, the first part of that is, did he deserve to go? And he did, he was there. He started in 2018. He was 63 and 120. He's never made the playoffs. Okay. They spent a ton of money. Like you said, and they start the season at 14 and 20. So that's what, you know, did he deserve to go? Yes. They're trying to get to the playoffs and they don't see him being the guy that can get him there.
1: Yeah, I think this was just them trying to put a little spark into their uh, team. Actually, the GM really liked their assistant, Nate McMillan. He, he knew that the other head co- the head coach was on a hot seat, so he knew this could happen in the season. I guess so. I guess the players really like him. I think that they're gonna you know start ascending here. Um, but, yeah, it's really interesting. G-Man, you ever had, you know, a, a tough start to the season? Almost lost your locker room back in your coaching days, uh, you know, basketball? Never lost a
0: locker room, man. Never lost the locker room. You know that. Uh, <laughs> I love to motivate the players, but certainly have started with a bad season.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you so, can always come back and squeeze into the playoffs and then go on some sort of miracle run.
0: Yeah, the players, you know, it's a respect thing. I don't really like how they did this. I kind of smell something here, man. You know, bringing in Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan just joins the team, mm-hmm. and he subs in for three games while Pierce was away attending the birth of his second child. So so Pierce has to go home for the birth of his child, which is great. McMillan subs in, and he had just really just got there recently. Yep. And now all of a sudden, he's out and McMillan's in. I
1: don't know, man. I, I kind of Struck me the wrong way. Yeah, really interesting. But the East is pretty bad this year. uh It's not that they're you know really top heavy with three really good teams, but the next pack is all right together. But guess who's leading that pack in fourth place right now? The New York Knicks. What the heck is going on in 2021? I mean. This is the best they've started since 2013 when Carmelo Anthony was just an all-star stud, but it's pretty crazy. They're above 500 and I'm happy for those New Yorkers. They love their basketball.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've been waiting for a long time for the Knicks to come back. It's a legendary team, but they've been gone for a long time. Yeah. And you're right, they're in fourth place. Only 18 and 17, nothing great, but I think Tom Thibodeau is a great coach, former coach of the year. I mean, yeah. he's a great coach. And I think that's one of the things that got Atlanta fired up is seeing Tom Thibodeau taking the Knicks from where they were up and his team wasn't going up with
1: him. Yeah, I, I really like Thibodeau for young teams because he will make you work. You are going to play 40 minutes. You are going to play defense or I will bench you. He makes people play hard. The only thing so I think he's perfect for this Knicks team, but that's why he didn't work in Minnesota and Chicago when those teams got elite because he grinds his all-stars. You have to treat young players and all-stars differently. It's just how the world works. And he couldn't take managing all-stars and getting giving them preferential treatment. But for the Knicks and what they needed, he's perfect. So happy for the Knicks, happy for New York fans. They really needed this. Best basketball city in the country.
0: Hey, I am too happy for them. Come on, city, New York City. Come on, baby, let's go. <laughs> The bright lights. Hey, we got a great show for you all tonight. We have Tyler's Tears, one of our newest features. We're going to break down the current rankings of the NBA MVP. We're going to give you some big picks. You know we give you big picks. We're going to give you okay. some big picks big. in the conference basketball tournaments. We got Ross v. Ross talking about the Jets draft decision. And we got the trivia of the week. See if we can stump team money. We got them for the first time last week all year. And we got, got it. me. And so, T-Money, here's the question, okay. man. Looking back at the 2019 NBA draft, who were the second and third picks after Zion? And would you pick those three again in that order if you did it again today? 2019 okay. draft, Zion goes number one. Who goes two and three behind him? And does that look like the right thing now? Hey, but kicking off for you right now is the T-Ross Chug and Chant brought to you by... Help Me Startup, Help Me Startup. Do you have a startup or new company idea? Why not get help from the experts at Help Me Startup? Try the easy-to-use startup tools and advice to help you get moving on your way toward investment and success. Check it out, helpmestartup.co. Okay, hey, let's go way up, high in the San Francisco skyline, to T-Money for the T-Ross Chug and Champ.
1: Hey, everyone, welcome to this week's Chug and Chant up on the San Francisco rooftop. I got a little bone to pick with Mr. Pete Carroll today, but first let me chug this beer and then I'll speak my grievances. Give me a second listening on the podcast here. All right. I don't know who the hell you think you are, Pete Carroll. Okay, Seahawk fans, you better come get your boy because I ain't letting him throw slander on Russ's name. This is a bad man, a bad quarterback. You need to stop acting like he's some Joe Schmo. You're trying to do a cute, fancy play-action-pass-run game from 1979, back in the glory days, Pete. No, you need to let Russ cook. This guy's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Don't forget you've been let go from another NFL job. Don't forget you were on the hot seat before Russell Wilson got there. Don't forget you gave Matt Flynn three years, $25 million when Russell Wilson was drafted in the third round. And luckily he was on a rookie contract and beat out Matt Flynn, carried your franchise to some Super Bowls. And now he's the best thing that ever happened to you. Don't think he's expendable, Pete. You're gonna be in a lot of trouble If you let him go, and I just can't believe you're not even having conversations with him. You're keeping him out of the room. You're dismissing all his opinions. This is a a once-in-a-generation talent you got on your team. Do not take it for granted or else you're in trouble. Seahawk fans, what do you think? G-Man, let me know. What are your thoughts?
0: Hey, my thoughts, Steve Money, is that you are right. Don't mess this up, Pete. I agree. I agree with you, man. I don't know why they're messing around. Uh, you know, I'm not buying that. It's the it's not the GM. I'm not buying that. Pete runs the show. There's Steve Money. T- Pete runs the show. Uh, what's Pete struggling with, man? I don't know what he's struggling with here.
1: Yeah, I I don't get it at all. I just. How do you not, how do you just ignore your all-star? You know, I guess they went into letting Russ cook at the beginning of the season and they started out great. And that's when he was leading the MVP charge. And then they had a game or two skid and Pete Carroll uh, panicked and reverted back to his run centric play action pass game. And DK Metcalf came out and said at the end of the year that teams knew what they were doing and that they were too predictable. Come on, Pete Carroll, get with the times.
0: Well, I like that, Pete, and from what I understand, because we talked about this a few weeks ago, Russ was involved in picking the new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron. He comes over from Sean McVay's Rams system, so they bring in this new guy that's supposedly going to revamp that offense. That should be a positive thing. Why, why we, why are we still in the mud here with Russ? You know, got this new offensive coordinator. Let's get it going. Yeah, I agree I mean, with you, man.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but if they let go of Russ, Pete, you're done, man. Hey, I think they're going to fix this up. I said a few weeks
0: ago, I don't think there's a problem, but it keeps lingering. So you're right, man. Hey, good, good chant there. Hey, I love your ch- I love your chug. Good chug, too, by the thank way. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. No. Uh, well, well, Does everybody think, can we do a poll on whether T-Money should chug oh. two beers at least one of these weeks, you know, get oh him my to judge. Gosh. Okay, so one can we, week I will. Can we put a poll up there on Instagram or something, man, and see one if of the these fans want you I to will. do too?
1: Maybe the final four <laughs> episode. Maybe I'll do two. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, man, let's let's go to Ross v. Ross, and we want to talk about what do the Jets do at quarterback? They go with Sam Darnold. They get a rookie. What should they do,
1: man? I'll
0: let you go first.
1: Okay, I'm taking Sam Darnold. All right. I know a lot of people love to say, let's go get the young hot shot. He's on a rookie contract. You get to draft your own guy, blah, blah, blah. Sam Darnold is given a higher draft grade than Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and all those guys. He would be the second pick coming out of this draft if he was in the draft. Just to let you know from Mel Kuyper's mouth. Okay. And just listen to what he had to deal with in his first three years and tell me what quarterback could handle this okay two head coaches one horrible coach three offensive coordinators two gms mono which kept him out for a significant chunk a really bad shoulder injury bottom five offensive line bottom five run game bottom five skill players and bottom 10 defense what rookie quarterback is succeeding in that situation i have no clue but he is better than any of these guys coming out other than Trevor Lawrence. He's still on a rookie deal, and you can surround him with a lot of talent here if you keep him. Hey, we talked about this a couple of months back when we talked about the
0: NFL and these guys that get drafted. He was the third round, he was the third pick overall. These guys that get drafted onto these bad teams and they kind of get stuck and never really get going. And now you got Burrow last year on Cincinnati. He gets injured. They don't have the line blocking for him. He gets injured. Uh, you know, Baker was kind of in that situation, but he got out of it. Uh, but there's been some bad situations where these top quarterback picks end up on these bad that, teams. Nothing worse
1: than that, Nothing worse than that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying that's the situation these guys end up in. But, hey, man, if I'm running a company and we're not making money and we're not growing, I can blame everybody I want in the company. But I'm the one that's responsible. And, you know, I look at this as he's not getting the results. I think the first thing is, you know, is Darnold the right guy? I say, no, he's not the guy. Uh, do I think they're going to keep right. him? Yes, I think they're going to do what you said. Interesting. Yeah, they got they got some new coaches coming in. They're going to give him a chance. We want to evaluate him ourselves. I don't. I think you're going to be right in what they do. But what I think they should do is just cut it, man. He's not the guy. Last year, he finished. He threw 59% completion rate last year. Nine touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Nine and 11, man. That's not good. His passer rating oh. 72, and worst of all, his team was 2-14. and 14. He's the leader of that team. He's been there three years. He just had his worst
1: season of all three. I, I don't think he's the right guy. No, I mean, I totally get it, and I actually disagree with you uh, in both facets. You think they should get a young quarterback. I think they should stay with Sam. You think they're going to stick with Sam. I think they're going to draft a new quarterback because new regimes – want new quarterbacks and robert saul is going to come in and want one but i i I think they have four first round picks and three second round picks in the next two years that's five starters automatically in the next two years you also have almost 70 million dollars in cap space so you can surround this year alone three starters from the draft and get some big free agent splashes And surround Sam Darnold with some talent, some good coaching, some stable coaching. I mean, look at Ryan Tannehill after Adam Gase. He left Adam Gase. He was an All-Pro, best passer rating in the NFL quarterback. Okay, that's what could happen to Sam Darnold. I truly believe he was held back by how bad his coaching was, and the rest of his team was significantly worse than every other player on the other team, and. I think that they could really do some great work. And he's already understands NFL in the system. Soleil,
0: Soleil comes over from San Fran, the defense coordinator. He's now the head coach. He brings Michael LaFleur with him, who was his offensive coordinator out there. They think that Darnold fits that system that they're used to. They're, That's true. They're going to keep Darnold, man. They're going to keep Darnold. They're going to give up that second pick. They're playing cagey right now. Watch what they're saying in the press and stuff. They're going to give up that second pick and they're going to go deeper. In the first round, to take something else, they're going to keep Darnold.
1: I actually think if if they keep Darnold, they do do that. I totally agree.
0: I think the best choice here is Justin Fields. He is the choice. You knew I was going to say that, man. Yeah. I mean, he guided Ohio State to the national championship. He crushed Trevor Lawrence head to head in the college football playoff. He did. And he was hurt. He was limping around. He went to the sideline. He told Ryan Day, "I'm not leaving this game." And he went out and took it to him. He had a better statistical season than Lawrence. Justin Fields is the pick, man. Everybody's kind of him hawn around Zach Wilson. Come on. Zach Wilson didn't play anybody. Justin Fields is the pick. Come on, Buckeyes.
1: I mean, I knew you were going to go Buckeye. I knew- <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Well, but I think it's the right choice, though. Too. I actually agree with you here. Zach Wilson didn't play anyone. Justin Fields has played in big games. And like you said, you could trade back and draft him still. But I, you know, I also think you could trade back, get him, and it and trade Sam Darnold for extra draft picks too. So that could be where you could really recoup a lot is also remembering you can trade Sam Darnold for potentially a first rounder to a team like Washington or the Steelers who needed, you know, a future. There's still a few, the Bears need, a, you know, a few people. So- Isn't it crazy? There's definitely options out there. These Jets, I think, are the dominoes that are going to fall. Don't forget, they're in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes here. So the Jets hold all the cards, I think, this offseason. Hey, man, look at all you New Yorkers.
0: We're talking about the Knicks. We're talking about the Jets. The Jets are (laughs) 2-14. We are giving you guys some love over there on the East Coast. Let's move on to Tyler's tears. Oh, yeah. Tyler's pick. He's going to tear out the MVP we're at the all-star break. Who's the MVP of the NBA? And T-Money's going to break him down into some tiers. So what do you got for your tears, man? Who's, who's going to get the MVP?
1: All right. Well, we're headed into all-star weekend, which means we're about halfway through the NBA season. So I thought I'd give you guys the NBA's MVP at the halfway point here. So you can see on the screen here, we got two bona fide candidates right now. It's LeBron James and Embiid. LeBron's playing without AD, clearly still the best player in the league, and Bede's having a phenomenal year, had some up and down games of, of late, but he's missed too many games at the moment to really take over, and that's why LeBron and him are sort of neck and neck, due to the amount of games he's missed. The next tier, kind of a big gap here. It's Nikola Jokic, just so valuable to his team, best passing center, probably since Bill Walton, uh, just can do everything. Dame Lillard carrying his team without CJ McCollum to a five seed right now, averaging 30 points a game, just killing it. And then a little controversial here. I got James Harden on this uh, second tier here. All right. Yes,
0: you do. Yes, you third, do.
1: Maybe fifth. OK, he's averaging is uh, you know a lower amount for him. I bet 25 a game. Um, but his usage rate is lower than it lowest it's been since he was on Oklahoma city over eight years ago. And he's averaging career highs and rebounds and assists. Don't sleep on this guy. Then you got CP three, got the Suns up to the four seed when they didn't even make the playoffs last year, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Year, but you got to have someone on the Utah jazz. that so they're the one seed in the whole NBA and then Kawhi and Giannis, their teams are doing solid, but nothing too special. So that is my NBA MVP tears halfway through the season.
0: I love it, man. I love it. You should be an ESPN analyst, man. Have I ever told you that? <laughs> uh, you you are great at this kind of stuff. I, I got a couple of holes though. I see. Okay, in your what do you see? Analysis you here. I know you're an NBA guy and everything, but hey, man, where's my Golden State Warriors? Why do I root for the San Francisco team? And you you don't you're throwing <laughs> shadows. You're you're throwing shade on my two guys. Where's Steph? Where's Kevin, you know,
1: the Golden State crew. I mean, those guys should be on this board, man. No, that makes sense. And Steph was probably the next guy on this list. Maybe could have been right there with Kawhi and Giannis, but you're the eighth seed, buddy. Like you, you can't, you're learning what it's like to be LeBron James every single year. Okay, congratulations. You're scoring 30 points a game. Your usage is as high as it's ever been. So yeah, that's great for you, but you're the eighth seed. People don't win MVPs, not being a top four seed in the West or the East. So Jokic is lucky to even be in the second tier because he was a maybe, but Steph Curry, you can't be the eight seed and want to be in the MVP discussion. Just not possible. Kevin Durant, he just missed too many games. You can't miss half the season. You have to play about 80% of the games to typically get the MVP vote. So that's why Kevin Durant's not even on this. I don't think he'll qualify because he's probably only going to play about half the games. Don't count him out, man. <laughs> I can't believe you're counting out Brooklyn, man. They're hey, favored to win the East right now, aren't they? I'm, I'm not saying Kevin Durant is the second best player in the NBA right now. And the Nets are favored to win. Thank the, you. Yes. Thank you. But Look he at won't win the MVP.
0: Give us some more love to New York, man. I know. Brooklyn. Brooklyn is playing. Hey, let me, you have one other hole here too. I'm going to tell you what it is. Well, let's look at player efficiency rating, P-E-R. Okay. And you're missing the fifth guy. Number one oh is Jokic. Number two, Embiid. Number three is Giannis. Number four is Kawhi. Don't say my, don't Do you say
1: know Mike who Conley. number five
0: is? Don't say Mike Conley. Do you know who number five is? My man, Zion.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Why is Zion fifth in the league in P-E-R, he just played the other night. They upset Utah. The guy had 26 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. He's number five in PER, and he's not even on your board, man. I think you're you're a little out of date there. <laughs> you know, so Look,
1: <laughs> I totally understand. Zion is the future of this league. He's averaging you know 27 points per game in this last 15 game stretch, which is awesome. But his, it, it's not translating as much to wins. And I think that that's the biggest thing. He's about 500. They're the 9 or 10 I'll give you that. in the West right now. If he was a 4 seed and averaging 27 a game, no question in my mind, is he in this MVP race right now? But yeah. they're not. And I think it's mainly because his game revolves so much around the rim and, and he has no 3-point shot that his his PER is great because he's efficient. But 2-pointers – more often don't translate to as many wins as three-pointers do. And that's just a fact of the day and age of the game. So he has to be Shaq-like dominant to be inside, like Embiid, or he's got to get a stretch game and out to the three-point line.
0: That's good advice, man. That's good advice. Come on, Zion. Yeah, Pick it up, me. bro. I'm, I'm with you, Zion. <laughs> I love New Orleans, man. I love New Orleans. love to come down there oh my do a little God. Mardi gras with you people. Hey, let's move on to the picks. We're gonna make some picks. We are killing the picks this year, y'all. You're looking at our picks. Uh, We're trying to give them to you. We're gonna pick this time. Our picks are gonna be focused on the conference championships. We're gonna pick four conferences, the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12 and Big 10. Their conference tournaments start next week. We're gonna talk about who we think will win the conference tournament and who's gonna be runner up in their conference tournament, which will finish up next weekend uh, and of course, that's Selection Sunday coming up right at the ch- when the championships occur for these conferences. Selection Sunday happens a week and a half away, baby. Uh, so what are those four conferences? We're going to tell you, ACC, SEC, Big 12, Big 10. You other guys, hey, you didn't make our board. Let's go to the ACC. Uh, the ACC basketball tournament is in Greensboro, so in North Carolina. It starts on March 9th, Tuesday. Uh, they're gonna have 20% capacity. in fact, most of the tournament has limited capacity like 20 percent. that'll be loud. That'll be loud. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be enough to make that home court an advantage. so let's let's go to the ACC. Uh, why don't you start off T who's your one two
1: picks? All right, well, kind of a down year for these guys, huh? No Duke, no uh, North Carolina in the in the current rankings right now, North Carolina. And Duke are bubble. North Carolina might get in for sure, but Duke's a bubble team. And don't say I don't support Zion, by the way. I'm wearing my Duke jersey right now, so I'm not, I'm in your corner, Zion. Don't let, this, don't let this joker fool you, okay? Don't let this joker fool you. But as we talk about this, I think Florida State is going to win this. They're the best team. They, they are just so... Athletic, they it, that's who that coach down there recruits, who just got a five year extension at age 72. So they like him down there. They were dangerous last year, and I think the rest of the NCAA got away with you know not seeing them because they were coming, they were ranked in the top 10, really killing it last year. Watch out for these guys, athletes. I think they're going to be your winner. And I think Virginia, who's got that championship pedigree, don't forget they won a few years back. Uh, great coaching, stable program. I think they're gonna squeak out a, uh, a second in the ACC.
0: Oh wow 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 okay you're going Virginia for that second spot. I'm gonna join you on Florida State to win that ACC tournament okay Florida State comes in and takes it. Uh, I like them to win over North Carolina or Duke in that final. Uh, the top four teams are all within a game in the last column. So this is yeah. a really tight. ACC standings, but those top four do not include Duke and North Carolina, but I think one of those teams will make the finals, but I think Florida State wins it. Two great guards and Walker and Barnes. They've won four of their last five. They beat your Virginia team. Uh, I'm going Duke here to get into the finals. They're wow. way back right now. I'm going Duke. They're four and one in their last five. They beat Virginia, and yeah. they beat Syracuse. Matthew Hurt is the man. 6'9", 235, Leads the team at points and rebounds. I think Duke gets to the finals, but Florida State knocks
1: him off. He's a beast, man. I love that pick. I, they need a few big wins here. I think, you know, win versus North Carolina are definitely a ranked team will get them because they're first four out right now. They're And Joe Lenardi, their first four out. So they need a win or two in this tournament to get in. So I hope that you're right there. All right, let's go
0: SEC, man. SEC starts in Nashville next Wednesday. All right, great uh, Limited city. capacity seating. So we got Tennessee, baby. Who do
1: you like getting to the finals? All right. I'm going Arkansas to win this thing, all right? I really like their team. They're on the up and up here. They started out slow, but they actually have split with Alabama who won the title this year, both blowouts on both ends. So you couldn't really tell much, but think about this, Alabama at top 10 team right now. And their record is 19 and six. Arkansas, mid-teens, 19-5, and five. Less, less losses than Alabama. So I think Bama loses to them in the conference title game. They've had a great year, solid season, uh, but nobody on their team averages more than three assists a game. They don't have a true point guard. And so I like Arkansas to win this one uh, and sneak out a, uh, a big SEC win for the Razorbacks.
0: Well, I agree with you. I think those two teams are the two best teams and they're going to the finals, but I think Alabama wins it. Uh, I think this Alabama team, I mean, look at my background, man. You see my Alabama team celebrating. They're a lockdown defense. They can score points. You know, they scored 105 against LSU and 115 against Georgia. That's crazy. They can shoot the three ball. John Petty Jr., the senior is their leader in terms of threes. (laughs) They play so fast. It's not so much that they shoot a great percentage, but they get a lot of shots because they're running, they're stealing. They average 11 three-pointers a game. That's fourth in the country. So they're knocking up these threes. They're running on you. I mean, this is gonna be a wild pace, man. And I think it is gonna be close. I agree with you. But I think Alabama goes down as one of those teams that will win the SEC regular season and go on to win the SEC tournament, and they're going
1: to be a force in March Madness. Yeah, they're dangerous because, like you said, they're just run and gun. They will run the score up on you and shove it down your throat if you don't play good defense. Crazy year for the SEC. No Kentucky, no Tennessee. So, you know, kind of wild seeing Alabama versus Arkansas as a potential uh, SEC championship game in basketball. Well, uh, the Big
0: 12 is up next. Big 12 tournament. Is in Kansas City. So you'd argue that you know, Kansas City or Kansas might have an edge. It starts on next Wednesday, March 10th. Uh, Baylor and West Virginia played tonight. They're the top two teams. Yep. As far as the uh standings go. Uh, but uh I don't I didn't see the exact final score. I don't know if you saw the final.
1: Yeah, it was, I believe 95,
0: 89 or something like that. 95, okay, right, right, right. That's right. Uh, so what do you think, man? What do you like in the Big 12?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Another weird year. I mean, COVID has just made this thing weird. Kansas kind of a down year. They, they won this thing at one point 14 years in a row. So they are dominant within this conference and they just beat Baylor. So they're dangerous, but I think Baylor wins this thing. They're just too good. They're too dominant. They've had a great season. They have everyone's number this year. Uh, I like them to win this tournament, but I'm not a fan of them heading into March madness. They're one of my uh, busts personally, but I don't think West Virginia gets there. I don't think Kansas gets there to the championship. I think Texas loses to Baylor in the championship. I think they have great guard play. Shaka Smart, he's great when it comes to March Madness coaching. They have a top 10 pick on their team, so they have real talent on that team. They were a top 10 team earlier in the year. Don't count out Texas on a little bit of a skid, but I like them a lot as a sleeper. Look at you. Look at you going
0: Texas. The eyes of Texas are on team money. Hook them horns, baby. Hook them. Hook them. Uh, hey, Baylor's 11 and one in the conference and no one else is even close. I mean, they've just run away with this thing. And the second place team has five losses. Yeah. yeah so uh, I think Baylor makes the final. I agree with you. They're, they're coming in kind of limping and hurt. Uh, they have yeah. not been playing well. And it's maybe because of the layoff. I don't know, but they can only say that so long, they're going to get knocked out if they don't get it together. <laughs> yeah. Great guards. I don't think vital. I think vital's going to hurt him inside. I like the way he plays. But I just think he's too small. He, if he gets fouled, he cannot make a foul shot. This guy's like, you know, hack a shack thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Vital's going to hurt them inside, even though I love the guy. I love his hustle. And I think their inside, you know, strength is going to hurt them. Baylor gets to the finals. I'll get him to the finals. But they're going to go down. They're going to go down oh. to somebody you all know. They're going down to Kansas in the final. Oh, man. Kansas comes back. Kansas was the leader coming into the season. A year ago, they were the leader. They were 28-3 and last year, had won 16 in a row, and the whole season got canceled. They were the team. And then coming into this year, they were the preseason favorite to, to take it all away. And it just took them a while to get going. They're playing the tournament in Kansas. They don't really have a star. They just have a great team. Kansas knocks off Baylor to win the tournament.
1: Yeah. I like that pick a lot. Kansas is dangerous. And like I said, they just beat Baylor. They proved that they could be a top two team in the country. So if they get hot at the right time. Bill self legendary coach. Good pick. Hey, thanks. Hey, big 10, that last,
0: last conference pick here, everybody. You like our conference picks. Let's go to the big 10. We talk a lot about the big 10, but yeah. we, we showed some love to you other conferences. I hope you saw that. Uh, but let's go big 10 it's in Lucas oil stadium. It's in Indianapolis. Uh, it starts on March 10th, Wednesday, and the two top teams are Michigan and
1: Illinois right now. They play tonight. Do we see the final score in Michigan, and Illinois? Uh, I believe it was a blowout. Uh, Michigan, they're on a, you know, a little bit of a skid here, but that was fourth ranked game they played in a row. So let's give them a little bit of a break here.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell you that score so, in a second. I got Illinois 76, uh, Michigan six, uh, 53. So yeah, drubbing tonight.
1: It was uh, Illinois. So does that change your view on things at all? No. Uh, so this league is insane this year. They got four teams in the top seven, which is outlandish. And then two more in the top 25. They could be the first conference ever to have uh, four number one and two seeds. Four, so for the top eight they could be the first conference but Michigan wins this thing uh, it's no contest here they're the best all-around team at every position they're winners like I said they were they just did four teams in a row the other ranked teams in the top seven so they played Ohio State or they played Wisconsin first so they beat them crushed them they crushed Ohio State they crushed uh, Iowa and then their their fourth game you know, in a week versus a ranked team, they just didn't have the gas. So I think they're going to be fine with a little time off and Michigan gets this thing turned around, but I do think it's going to be a matchup versus Illinois again, Illinois, they're dominant inside and it's not just one guy. They have multiple guys and they're big body centers. They're not just stretch fives, which kind of gives Michigan problems because they only have one big banger and then a couple stretch fives. So I I like Illinois a lot to just dominate the rest of the conference. Uh, They're guards hitting threes and they're dangerous if they are. So I think Illinois meets Michigan again, but Michigan takes them down in the conference title game.
0: Hey, I was watching ESPN uh, last week and they're talking about does Michigan deserve to be in that top discussion with Baylor and Gonzaga, and I texted T-Money. I'm like, we talked about that two weeks ago. Damn right, Michigan belonged in that top tier. We've been saying that for several weeks now. Hell, yeah. Now Michigan's number two. Uh, Yeah, they got beat tonight. Okay, I'll give you that. Illinois wins tonight, but I think Michigan's got too much, man. They got nine seniors. They're very balanced. Their passing on offense is unbelievable. I like Michigan to win this thing, and and who are they going to beat? Wait, wait, wait. Can you, can you say that again? I want to get this on. I like Michigan to win this okay. conference tournament. All right. We're recording. And, Good. And in the final, they're going to be up against the Buckeyes. My friend, the Buckeyes <laughs> are going to be in the finals and they're going to go down to Michigan, uh, but they've played Michigan tough. They've played everybody tough. Uh, they're just not big enough inside to stop Dickinson. I, I like Dickinson for Michigan inside. Yeah, he's a beast. The guy's a freshman seven foot one. I mean, the guy is unstoppable. The only way the Buckeyes could take them is if they get Dickinson in foul trouble. Uh, they might yeah. have a shot at winning that, but they're just not big enough inside to stop him. Michigan wins the Big Ten tournament, and OSU
1: is runner up. Hey, I just want to congratulate you here, Gary. Round of applause for sports take integrity there. Picking hey. again over your Buckeyes, I mean, that's just you are a true analyst there. Yeah, hey,
0: I have people so write to me. I have people texting me. They thank me for my picks. You know, I want to come through for my people. All you fans out there, uh, you know, I want you to win. I'm gonna go with you, man.
1: I'm gonna hey, go with you. I like it. I think we're both on the same page with Michigan. So that was yeah, yeah. Exciting. But hey, I don't want to hear any of you complain. Pac twelve. Congrats on Colorado being your best team at 24. I don't want to hear you complain we didn't talk about you. Okay, <laughs> Illinois is going to win the Big East. No one else cares about the Big East. We're, we don't care about you. If you can't have multiple teams at the top 25, top 10, so don't talk to me.
0: If you want us to talk about you, you got to you got to win
1: some games, You Got to show up.
0: T-Money's going to call you out. Don't don't make T-Money do a chug and champ. Don't about make you. me drink a beer and talk about you. Don't yeah. make me. You don't want to get on his radar. (laughs) Hey, let's go to the WoundWise Trivia of the Week. Uh, Today's trivia brought to you by WoundWise IQ. It's a patented mobile imaging and analytics software app that is used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Just download the app from the App Store. You're ready to go. Learn more at WoundWiseIQ.com. The Trivia of the Week Fourteen Money. Let's see if we can stump them looking back at the 2019 draft, who were the second and third pick behind Zion? And if he had a to pick today, do you think those is that's still the right order? T money,
1: who were second and third picks? Oh man, I'm really concerned here. I know it was John Morant as the second, okay? Ah and You are correct. John Morant from Murray State was a sophomore, yes. went to Memphis. I believe the third pick was actually, Originally the Mavericks and they traded with uh, Atlanta and Atlanta ended up taking Trey young and the Mavs moved to four and had Luca. Is that correct?
0: I think Trey might've been the year after. That's not correct. No. Damn.
1: Marvin Bagley then.
0: No. And you're going to die when you, you're going to die having that (laughs) uniform on who was the other Duke freshman with Zion. Oh, RJ, RJ Bar- Barrett goes to the Barrett. Knicks at number three. It was Cam Zion Reddish and RJ. Cam
1: Reddish uh, down there as well. Yeah. Dang it.
0: Uh, so, man, you were close. I didn't think you'd get John Morant. I thought you'd get RJ Barrett, but you got John Morant. Uh, and what do you think, man? If you had to pick over today, would that be your order? And you I can think... pick someone else in their spot if you want to from the 2019 team. But what do you think in
1: terms of the order? I think the one, two is without question. John Morant is legit. He is going to be a future all-star. The kid is a stud. So I think the one, two are without question. RJ Barrett's been good. He's been solid. Uh, I think there's still a lot out. Uh, The jury's out on a lot of the 2019 class, but because those two were just head and shoulders above everyone, but I probably would still have picked RJ Barrett third because of his scoring and versatility and size. And Man, uh, you're good, man. You are good at this, and I agree with you on one and two,
0: but I'm going to challenge you on number three. Archie Barrett has not played that well. He's been kind of a letdown, although he's had great moments. He's, high, he's got a lot of assists. Uh, you know, He's not a point guard. He's a good rebounder, but he's not really great at anything yet. I'm sure yeah. he will be. But I think if I had to pick over, there's a guy I would pick in front of him, and he plays for Miami. That's Tyler Hero. He was picked 13th in the draft out of Kentucky. He put a show on in the playoffs. He broke the rookie record for most three pointers in a single postseason. He scored 37 in game four coming off the bench. He's the youngest player to start in the NBA finals. And you know what's best about him right here, man. Can you do that? (laughs) You see that snarl?
1: Yeah. And you do the snarl, man. Let me and see And then your snarl. LeBron James dunked on him.
0: Let me see your snarl. LeBron James <laughs> did on it, you know, I wanna see, it. come on. I just- <laughs> There it is, man. Tyler Hero with a snarl, man. Nobody so can do a snarl like I, Tyler
1: Hero. So I, I definitely can see this, right? And this is a great debate here, but I truly think he is in a great scenario that knows how to groom young talent I mean, look at Duncan Robinson, undrafted Division Three player, and now he's you know the best three-point shooter in NBA history. But I, I honestly believe if you flip their situations that Tyler Hero goes to New York and R.J. Barrett goes to Miami, they're very similar to what the other is experiencing now just because of culture and coaching. So I'm higher on R.J. Barrett's talent long-term than I am Tyler Hero's but I think if you're looking through a, a microscope, you'd probably take Tyler Hero uh, after his rookie year. Come on, babe. You got to
0: love the way uh, he looks around, stares and snarls I'll and give you the I'll, three. I'll so give much it to fun. you right now. I'll give the it. guy can sell tickets. He's going to fill up the stadium, man. He can. I'll, I'll hey,
1: concede
0: we, this one to you. Hey, we hope you love the show. You know we love you guys. Thank you, Woundwise IQ, for sponsoring our Trivia of the Week. Thank you to Help Me Start Up for sponsoring the T. Ross Chug and Champ. If you're interested in sponsoring one of our shows, please reach out to us. Next week's show will highlight Ohio's own Billy Kelly, the former oh, football yeah. phenom from the playgrounds <laughs> of Powell, Ohio. Coming on the show, talking March Madness and strategy for your brackets. Selection Sundays, a little over a week away. If you're interested in being a guest, let us know. And if you like the show, press the subscribe button. Check us out at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Roll
1: Tide. Roll. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great weekend. we got a bunch of games coming up here. Exciting one. Good time with you today, G-Man, and everyone else. Have a great week. Team Money. Love it, man. Peace.